Hello and welcome to my show, The Thriving Woman. I am your host, Carmel Austin, wholeness life coach and mentor, founder of Carmel's Garden. be sharing keys to help you form healthy hearts and boundaries. Monday, another week I can't believe. I'm counting down the minutes till it's Tuesday. Another day back on my feet. I'm fighting every minute till the weekend. So I can live it up and do it all again. I'll see you in the show. Friday we go down, Saturday we ride, Sunday party. Hello and welcome to another series of The Thriving Woman. Today I have my friend who actually it's her evening and it's my morning here. And she is a coach, a wholeness, I'm a wholeness coach, she is a fertility coach. And we connected on Facebook, she's interested in coming into one of my books and sharing her story. And I actually do have lots of people who are joining my Artist Haven book, as well as I'm looking at my moving from moving into freedom sorry folks it's been a very big week and (laughs) raw and real here so i would just like to um ask her to share a little bit about herself introduce herself and say hi to my audience well hello everyone thank you for having me on carmel i'm so grateful for this opportunity i'm latrina bray (laughs) (laughs) Latrina tell me how you got into coaching um well I saw a advertisement um on Facebook for um uh Tamara Tamara uh, Lowe's uh boot camp and I thought okay well it sounds interesting I'll at least go for the I went for the three-day um uh live event that she had and then um I feel like a over the course of that um like a fire was lit up under me because I've done a little bit I had done a little bit of everything that they talked about like starting a Facebook page and doing writing over here and all of those things but it seemed to me like what she was explaining in the course was how to put everything together. And so it, it sounded so much like what I had been trying to do, but not quite sure of how to do. So it's interesting because I'm a certified homeless coach through Kingdom Builders Academy. And mm-hmm. yes, I found that myself as well. I've had mm-hmm. my business for hmm, 10 or more years and I did 12 months in the academy. And okay. I've probably fast-tracked a lot quicker than what a lot of people have, but I already had my business and you're right, the system does work. 
And <laughs> for me, I had the opportunity, because I've always wanted to write, to um, become an international best-selling author with my book, Just Say No. Mm -hmm. And that was through another group of beautiful women through Kingdom Women Entrepreneur Group. So, you know, we're all on this journey and I absolutely agree. I love the time I had with Kingdom Builders Academy and it set me up for where I am now with my book, with um, now leading my books, as well as with um, my TV and podcast show and doing my coaching as a wholeness coach. So it's mm -hmm. very exciting. So. Tell me a little bit about your background, about what um, your desires and why you want to do with fertility and help women with that. Okay. Um, my first experience with losing a baby was um, years ago. And um, I've actually lost three, three babies. Um, and because I did not have the resources available um, to help me deal with what I was experiencing, what I was, all these different feelings, all these different emotions, um, I felt stuck. And I was always a born again believer, but even in the midst of being in active in my church and everything, I did not find and this is not a sweeping indictment against the church or anything, I promise, but I did not find what I was looking for. Um, and I felt very alone, very uh, closed off because the advice that was given to me was, oh, well, you can have another baby. You're still young. And all the things that you shouldn't say to someone who's lost a baby. But um, I still didn't know what to do with my emotions. And um, I feel that because it took me so long to actually go to a support group. It was three years after my first loss that I actually went to a support group because there were none available in my area at the time. Um, I, I was very, very bitter. Mm -hmm. Very bitter. Um, I went to a through a very, very deep depression and even considered taking my own life. And I didn't share that with anybody. I went through it kind of by myself. And so fast forward a, a ways, I just didn't know what to do, just to be honest with you, Karma. I, I didn't know what to do. But over time, I felt like, God, there has to be. My pastor used to tell me all the time that anything that you need, you can find in the word of God. Mm -hmm. So I looked and looked and looked and looked and searched and studied. And, and I just couldn't find what I, I was like, what do I do, God? What do I do? And so I finally just turned it over to me. I struggled with it long and long and long and hard. And I went searching for what I didn't find, which was how I can help somebody else mm -hmm. because I wanted to be what I didn't have. Mm -hmm. I wanted to help somebody, to support somebody. And um, I went looking for uh, 
a way I can volunteer. And um, I still volunteer um, by working as a, um, through a, a different um, ministry, it's a Christian organization that helps women who've lost babies, either by stillbirth, miscarriage, or um, early infant death. But even with that, what I found was that people still had children. In my case, I don't. I don't have any living children. So I still felt a little over by myself. And that's where my passion comes from, is wanting to help women and not, not only women, but Christian women who struggle with this and they suffer in silence and they don't know how to help get, or how to get the help that they need or they're looking for things to happen a certain way. Mm. You've really um, hit the nail on the head because I found when I lost my babies, I had a counsellor say to me, I'm sorry, I can't help you. I, you want a baby and I can't give it to you. And she mm -hmm. was a Christian. Mm -hmm. And so I struggled for many years as That's well. Right. And I was in silence. And what I found I did, and I do write this very briefly, one of <clears> the <throat> my book is i to get walking through all that grief and that pain i would get out of bed and help other women women who were single mums women who were going through divorce women who were needing my help and i found that that mothering in me became somebody else and i used mm -hmm. that skill in my mm -hmm. life to be a mother in other ways and now i'm blessed i have children all over the world I've had people come and go from my home, but it's been a journey because I totally understand that feeling of mm -hmm. God, you're answering everybody else's prayers. Yes, ma'am. Why am I not being answered? Oh, yes. And that's exactly what I say when yes, I start my book out, just say no. People were getting up at church saying, oh, God's answered my prayers. My, I'm pregnant. And I'm going, God, what about me? You mm -hmm. know, you promised me my children and my life, but it didn't come the way that I expected. Mm -hmm. And it's difficult, isn't it? Because there isn't many places um, in the church or in mm -hmm. society that help women with that. Now, I personally Absolutely. have a lot of friends who haven't had children. They may mm -hmm. like us have their children in heaven but it's not very open uh that subject's not very open it's not that's correct open and mm -hmm. so that's one of the things too that you know why i became a wholeness coach as well and why i want to talk about it because people don't understand the heartache because i yes. got all those little con con you know how many children do you have why haven't you <laughs> Or, oh, that wasn't God's plan? Have mm -hmm. you found that people said that to you? Because I don't believe that's true. I believe we live in a broken world and things happen to us. How mm -hmm. do you perceive that? Well, that was actually learned through <laughs> many experiences. Um and I like you, you know, you, you, if you, you know, I started a new job and at the time and 
oh, well, are you married? How many kids do you have? And then I struggled with how to answer the question even, because I remember there've been times when I said, well, no. And then I went home and cried because I felt like I was denying my child. At the time it was, I had just had one loss. But then after the fact, if I said yes, you kind of get this deer in headlights look, you know, because they're like, well, well, we're, you know, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, they're in heaven. And people just, it's so taboo. They kind of back away. So you feel ostracized. So it's like being stuck between a rock and a hard place. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I've learned to say is depending upon the person that I encounter, mm-hmm. because I, I don't feel obligated anymore to share yes. with someone. Um, I've learned that not everyone has to receive, is, is, has to receive your story. Yes. If I get a unction that I can share it with that person, then I share. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I would just give a shorter answer and that's okay. Yeah. Um, there's no right or wrong way for me to handle it. It's just what works best for me. And, um, but over the past, I would say, Carmel, over the past two, two and a half years, maybe three, I have become more open. And because of the work that I do with um, volunteering, um, there have been opportunities for me to share uh, in different speaking engagements. One was with a, a, uh, it's called MOPS, it's um, Mothers of Preschoolers here. And um, they invited me to share on um, two occasions. But the first time I shared, I was kind of nervous. But then the next time, it was like everything just came out of me so easily. And from that, I learned, I just prayed. I prayed before I, before I do anything, I pray, but I prayed before and I prayed after. And what came to me was that there's power in truth. And so just as you said, you know, you want to, you know, help other women to find their voice. I kept finding mine. And I learned it was something that you said, I believe it was in a a different interview that you realized that God's love for you is not um, is not based upon like whether you've given birth on this side of heaven. But, you know, it's like you found your destiny. Well, it I I felt so um, not just touched by that, but it was like it was in sync with what I learned over uh, what I'm learning over the course of this journey, because my journey hasn't ended. Um, but all through it all, God's love for me has been not just my foundation, but my driving force. And so you just want to share that with someone else. If you see someone hurting, you know that that's what the problem is. You just want to share it with the other person. Yeah, because not- that's what's the overall arching thing is his love for me. And absolutely, and the thing too is, like you said, different women or different couples are at different stages. And, you know, I didn't really share my journey with my friends for years. And then when I did release my story in my book, even though it's just one chapter, <clears throat> chapter um, I'd already released my story on my website with Kingdom Builders. And mm-hmm. last year that was like 
opening up a whole well of a side of me that nobody really knew about. And I started to share because God said to me, this is what I want you to do. I want you to be honest and I want you to share because it's going to touch and help multiple of women and children and, you know, different effects. Because I've walked through a girlfriend who had a baby at 14 and helping her find her daughter. I've walked through friends mm. losing their children through death, through miscarriage, through stillborn. One particular girl who lives in my town, she didn't want to ever leave her house. And I had the privilege to graciously walk through that process with her of grief. Mm-hmm. And now she's getting on with her life. And she has an older daughter but has chosen so far not to have another child. I have another lady that I walked through the process with who had a little boy but was told she couldn't have any other children. So, mm-hmm. you know, it is a journey and it's a grief journey. It and if you haven't walked it, you don't understand. Yeah. And when God called me to share this on my new website and do that, that was scary. That was like feeling like all my emotions, everything being exposed. Oh, yes. Like what you said, it's interesting what you've found that you relate to so much that whether we have ever had a child, even, even if we've never got pregnant, we still have value in God's eyes. But the world, and particularly the church, has put on you that if you don't have children, mm-hmm. you're not the, the 2.2, there's something <laughs> wrong. But oh, yeah. really, there's not something wrong with us. We are God's no. children. We are in his plan. We are his loved possessions and we walk through this heartache and I think he's given us this stage and this platform to help other women see that we're actually not alone because most of my journey I've been with my husband for 40 years now and 37 marriage 37 years married and I have um you know I lost my babies many years ago and so I'm having to constantly walk through that and know that they're in heaven and they've grown up there and that you know I personally have had some encounters where I've had my children visit me and only just a few short years ago about seven years ago I had a funeral service where I actually read out a letter I had written to my my babies And my girlfriend who was there, one of them, I had a lot of girlfriends there. I had about 10 women there supporting me. And I couldn't finish reading the whole letter and my pastor stepped in and finished. And my girlfriend Mm -hmm. said, the stress and the relief that come off me as I read that letter out and as I Mm -hmm. actually gave them a funeral was so good for me. And I had a pastor there and he said to me, Carmel, when you take communion, know that your children are smiling on you because you're happy and they know the grief that you've been through because they watch you. They see what you've been through. They know the desires in your heart and they're thrilled like my husband is when I'm happy. They're thrilled when they see that 
I can refocus my journey and my life. So as you're sharing, you know, you're doing that, you're sharing with women and you're caring with women. What about for yourself? Can you share with my audience a couple of keys that you mm -hmm. have found that help you in this process? Absolutely. Um, one of the main things that I've learned is whatever you're feeling in that moment, because it's moment by moment, but whatever you're feeling in that moment, allow yourself to feel it. I used to try and hide what I was feeling um, because everyone around me was ready for me to get back, quote unquote, to normal. But I found that there is no normal, it's just new normal. Yeah. Um, but I would constantly push things down in me because I was trying to appease other people and that does not work. Yeah. It just makes the journey harder. <laughs> but I would say one, two, Allow yourself to feel what you're feeling. And what I mean by that is right now, it might I might be okay. Mm. 10 minutes from now, I might be melancholy. <laughs> and 20 minutes from now, I could be angry. Mm. Um, and might I also say it's okay to be angry. Mm. Um, I learned the five stages of grief but I also learned that they're not linear. They come back around and sometimes they come in waves, but allow yourself to feel what you're feeling. It's not like when you get to acceptance, then, oh God, that's that's it. I'm done with grief, with grief now. It doesn't work that way. But whatever it is that you're feeling, it's okay. And the other thing that I would say is when you're, experiencing some all of these different feelings write them down mm -hmm. i've learned to journal i've journaled for years but i've learned to write it down in the moment and it might not even be very legible but you're getting it out of you you have to have an outlet to release your feelings um and then what i've also learned is when i go back and look at them my gosh i didn't know i was feeling that bad or i didn't know i was actually feeling that and it'll bring understanding later um also um one of the piece of advice that i was always given well you know just pray and ask god to take care of it well it wasn't that i didn't pray but there were times, it's, I remember one distinctly after I lost my first daughter, that I didn't want to pray. Yeah. Just to be honest with you, I was mad at God. Yeah. Just like you said, well, how come I, I lost my baby? Wait, she, she, her baby's living. And this, to be frank with you, this one, this lady got two or three kids that she didn't even really pay attention to. So how, what, what was wrong with me? Yeah. that my baby didn't make it or my babies didn't make it. But I was very, I started to be very honest with God. And I'm, it's not like I'm telling him anything that he doesn't already know. He never sleeps and he never slumbers. Mm -hmm. So, and he knows me mm -hmm. anyway. The, the, the telling of it or the being honest with God about it is for you. Yes. 
It's not for God. It's for you. Yes. Um, so I would say, even, even if you're angry, but I've learned even when I was angry at God, he's so much God that he can take me being mad. Yeah. It's not like he's going to be, oh, I don't know if I can, I don't know what to do about this one. No, he's not going <laughs> to say that. <laughs> he can handle um, me being upset. And if you're if you're um, married, check in on your spouse because they lost a baby too. Yeah. My husband and I, we've been together for going uh, going on sixteen years, married for fifteen, and we shared. And I learned from that men grieve too; they just grieve in a different way. Mm-hmm. He was so busy. My husband was so busy trying to make sure that he was strong for me, that he was holding on to his his feelings. And I kind of had to tell him, we had to have a a real live discussion. I says, darling, I need to know what you're feeling. It's like, I needed to hear how he was hurt. I needed to hear it. I don't know why, but I just needed to hear it. I needed to know that he was feeling it with me. And he was. And I said, well, when you're being strong, I, I appreciate it, but I need to know what you're feeling. And then it helped him to release his grief as well. So um, in a nutshell, I would like to, I would just say to find an outlet, feel your, feel whatever it is that you're feeling and it's okay. It's okay. If you're not okay, mm-hmm. you don't have to be, uh, on point all the time, especially after this kind of loss, because you're not going to be, it's just not going to happen that way. But the last thing I would say is I've learned, um, Carmel that, um, my ministry is to let women also know that not a baby is not necessarily the answer because in my journey, the answer was no. And that can be the answer. It didn't mean that God did not answer my prayer. It just means he didn't answer it the way that I thought. And I, I when I share, I want them to know that the it's not necessarily the thing, and what I mean by the thing is the baby. It's not the thing always that you're that is the end result. Over this, over my journey, I've learned, and I'm still continuing to learn how to trust God, yeah. how to be more intimate with Him, how to think more of someone else, even when I'm going through. And that's the selfless thing. That's the thing that Jesus came and taught us, even while he was here, even from the cross. It wasn't about him. It was about us. That's why he came. And that's why we're here is to bless someone else with what God has given us. And so that's what I would say. (laughs) so much and as you were talking there's so much of that I relate to and it's so true you know I was angry I had to work through all that and it comes up sometimes as well sometimes you know someone gets pregnant and I rejoice and other times I want to lay on the lounge and cry oh yes (laughs) and you know and I yeah you know it just comes or it goes in waves and you can't control that Mm-mm. and i found you know i was angry at god i was i didn't understand why he gave me this great desire to be a mother 
-hmm. And it didn't work out the way I wanted it to and the way I felt it going to. But what I have found through it, it's given me an incredible compassion for broken and lost people who yes. do not know how to cope with their emotions. Yes. And one thing I found too is that five, six years ago, I started using essential oils and I make up my own anointing oils and my own blends because my business, Carmel's Garden, came out of when I went to Israel in 2010, I supported orphans and widows. And I still have my beautiful prayer shawls and banners on my carmelsgarden.com.au where people can purchase them. And then about six years ago, I pivoted into self-care. And I'm a person who has suffered with a lot of allergies and a lot of environmental things. And when you've got hormones that are a little bit out of balance and you've gone through, for me, I did IVF and I um, went into menopause very early because they took many eggs out of me. And when your body is constantly being poked and prodded and having needles and different things that you're not meant to have, well, then as you get older, you go through all of these things. Mm -hmm. And for me, I found the oils are something that, they lift up my vibration. Um, they help me. I've de detox my home as much as I can from chemicals. And that mm -hmm. helps me be able to take a breath because, you know, the reality is as we get older, we're not just carrying, <clears throat> excuse me, we're not mm -hmm. just carrying our griefs in um, the spirit, we're carrying them in our natural body and we're having yes, to overcome that in so many areas of our lives and sometimes I feel absolutely fabulous and like you said and other times I don't want to talk to anyone and I just want to lay on the lounge and watch a movie and ignore the world yes and people would say to me what's wrong with you you're not happy today and I'm like I'm not always happy um, it's very easy to put that face on oh yes produce to the world that you're wonderful and it's okay that you all have your twins or your children or your whatever and here I am helping you but people often don't really know what's going on in your heart and that's why you know I want to do this I want to write these books you know from brokenness to freedom and I want to talk about this subject and I want it to be broken open and I want it to be real because like you said you know when I lost my babies 20 odd years ago nobody could help me in that process and I want women to feel that they can be loved and helped and it's not a mark against yes. you as a Christian towards God yes or as a person, if you mm -hmm. haven't had a baby in the natural, it's all right for you to have your fur babies or your nieces and nephews or you're adopted. I have adopted grandchildren. And, you know, God has come and filled those places in my life that I would miss out, I would have missed out on if I wasn't willing to open myself back up again. I don't want to stay in that place. When right. always, well, why, God? Why didn't you do it for me and be bitter? So, yes. you know, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing part of your story. And I think 
particularly too with what we go through I had a couple of really close friends say to me oh I read your story and I want to hear more of you and I'm like yeah well that will come my my total book will come but I think when you're on this journey for me and you as a coach um it's good to share parts of your story and then help other people share parts of their story. Yes. And then people start, you. it gives you that space to be able to open a little bit more of yourself up without feeling completely exposed. Right. And, right. You know, and I think that's why God has led, led me on this journey because for me it was the 11th hour and I just sort of, gone okay I'm a wholeness coach my subject was journeying into wholeness and God said to me do this and I took up the challenge and here I am less than 12 months later um being honest sharing my story sharing my journey interviewing people and it's just such a privilege to have you come on and share a little bit more with my audience about a little portion of what you're going through Mm -hmm. so as we're wrapping up I have to remember to thank my beautiful sponsor Susan Curtin from the Art Hub Susan has been a friend of mine for many years and her and I have often sat at my table and journeyed into wholeness with her losses as well in her life with family Mm -hmm. and children and she's living her best life now as well. <laughs> and we're learning that as we listen to ourselves and do things that are good for our soul and our spirit and our body, because we are three part beings. Oh, yes. That then we can cope with the losses that we have in life so much better than yes. just thinking that God. Yeah, or being angry at God or not understanding. But I find as I'm getting older, because I'm in my 50s now, that, you know, desires and dreams change and they birth yes, they do. something else. Yes, so for do. me now I find that what I'm birthing is books. I'm birthing women's stories. Mm-hmm. I'm birthing my story in so many different facets. And I remember Tamara Lowe said that to me. She said, you are going, you're birthing now what has been in you. And so, you know, it's been a huge ride for me. And I'm so thrilled that, you know, I'm on that. And sometimes I wonder whether I actually affect anybody. So thank you for sharing that with me, that, you know, those small little snippets of what I say is helping other women, helping other people. And you write about our husbands. I have a lot of friends who have tons of kids and their husbands or partners have walked out on them and I've journeyed Mm. in life with them. But Mm. I've had a very faithful man who stood beside me and just wants to see me happy, children or no children, you know, and he's only just starting to say, oh, well, our children are in heaven. But I carried that myself for years and years. And I have to respect that he's the sort of man that doesn't emotionally talk about things, but he feels with the heart. So Mm -hmm. we all have to learn and understand who our husbands are, our partners are, our family are, 
and know that, you know, there's a greater picture in what we're yeah. doing. So just finishing off, we've gone a little bit over, but that's okay because it's much. <laughs> Please share with my audience what it is that you really love about helping people. Oh, wow. I'd have to say, oh, Karma, that's too big of an answer. <laughs> um, but one of the things I would say is because I, I I also uh, teach uh, Bible studies, but as a, the teacher in me loves to see when someone understands something yeah. and the light bulb comes on and they're like, oh, I get it now. Um, so that's the teacher in me. Um, helping women who are have experienced loss is that for me is seeing that part of them that they understand that someone understands. Mm -hmm. Over the course of my journey, I felt so misunderstood um, and disregarded mm -hmm. and like what I had to say didn't matter. Mm -hmm. And just all of these different things, ashamed, all of these different things and to see that and recognize that into in someone else and know that there's another way, a hard way, difficult road to travel, but there is another way. That's what I would say. I love being able to help someone else to see because you feel like you're in this box and there's no way out of that box. But then you to be able to say, you know what? Nope, maybe you just need a hand up. God lifted me up. He'll lift you up too, but some we can't do it alone. No. And you're not alone. That's one of the biggest things I would want to say to um, women who are struggling with infertility is that you are not alone. God does love you. He has not turned his back on you. He has not forgotten you. And even if the answer is no, he's still good. Yeah, and, you know, I think people need to realise that the no here is not necessarily the no in heaven because we're only here on this earth for a very short time. Oh, yeah. And we don't always know the picture and the puzzle and what it is. And it's interesting because you say about no because my book is titled <laughs> No. And, you know, when I read the rest of the ladies' chapters in this book, it was like this tapestry, like I wrote four or five of the other chapters because they were reflecting back to me. And for me, when it's no, it's putting up healthy boundaries. It's putting up things that are, it's okay. No, I don't need to perform for that person or mm -hmm. it's okay for me to form a healthy boundary and not feel obliged that I have to go help that per woman over there who's got five kids and she can't handle them because I need to say no to feeling guilty that some people call me the princess because I haven't got any worries. <laughs> No, oh, so yes, you all do. These titles <laughs> that you get because people 
are not in your life and they don't see what you're mm -hmm. going through. They just see oh, yes. this perfect life because mm -hmm. you're not bringing up children on your own or you're not doing this or not. So, you know, we all have a different focus to oh, go yes. through. And it's so true. God loves us. But we have to find that place and know that we have each other and there is help. There is Curious. a place to journey into wholeness. There is freedom that you can come into. You'll still have all your grief and your loss, but there'll still be freedom. So with finishing up, I just want to say to my audience, thank you for listening in or watching this episode. It's been a very real and raw talk where we share about life's journeys oh, yes. and I really do believe that as women we need to talk about these things and we need yes. to be honest so today it's just been a little bit of our stories and hopefully there's something that we've said in there that will touch your heart touch your spirit and encourage you yeah. And I'm sure that, you know, if you're walking through that journey, my dear sister here would be happy to chat with you, as well as me, being a wholeness coach, I love to help women journey through their seasons in life as well. And instead Absolutely. of surviving, you can thrive. And that's something that I know that that's been many years that I've had to come into that place. And the reason why I do these shows and what I'm doing is to help another sister step up without having to walk those hard roads that we've walked. Absolutely. So I'm just going to say thank you, everybody, for joining in and God bless you and we'll see you in another show.